It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, we're live. It's uh, Thursday morning here, and welcome to the Standing Room Spartans podcast. Uh, football's done, so man, it sucks. Uh, for those of you who haven't already, make sure you go to standingroomspartans.com and check out the post that I wrote. Uh, I, I really, I, I wanted to put all my thoughts down on paper, uh, and it, I think it was kind of therapeutic for me in a way, but, um, I, I, I was emotional, man. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it's college football is a huge, huge part of my life. Michigan state football is, has been a staple in my life ever since I can remember. I mean, I, I, like I said in the last podcast, if you listen, I, I was born into a Michigan State blanket, man. And my whole life, it, it was waking up early on a Saturday morning to go and get our, our tailgate spot, you know, in front of the engineering building. And um, man, it, it sucks. And and for those who say, come on, man, we saw this coming, you know, we, we saw this coming from a mile away. There was no way college football was going to be played. I am an optimistic person at heart. I've always have been. I always will be. And somehow, some way, I, I turned a blind eye to everything that was happening. And and I I believed that something was going to work out. I, I believe that the decision makers, the the doctors, the presidents, the athletic directors, the the coaching staffs, that they would find a way to make this thing work. And unfortunately, here we are uh, on a Thursday. Um, without any college football this fall, as far as Michigan State's concerned. We'll see what happens with the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC. But it's uh, it's certainly going to be strange waking up on a Saturday morning and, and having nothing to look forward to. Um, I guess I'll play some fall golf this year. Uh, I, I guess I'll, you know, the NFL looks like they're they're going through and Sounds like they're going to be moving their schedule around and playing some some Saturday games as well. But uh, man, it, it sucks. It, it really does. I, I don't know what else to say. I I again, I I wrote a post that I I was genuinely emotional about this, and I wrote a post on StandingRoomSpartans.com, um, basically right after the announcement, and, and just kind of got all my feelings out there. And um, man, it's it it just. 
again, for, for those who, who think that I'm crazy here, uh, you know, really being upset about this and sad about this, I, I posted on Twitter at standing room MSU, make sure you go ahead and follow there if you're not already. But I think there's some important things to remember here. And, and one of them is that it's possible to simultaneously care about student athletes, care about their lives, care about their health, care about their safety, and also be upset about not being able to have college football this year. You know, some people say, come on, it's just a game. It's just a sport. And, and, you know, there are more important things in life and, and look, I get it. I understand it. And I'm right there with you, but um, I can, I can still be upset about this. You know, college football is part of my DNA. It's, it's part of my identity. I, I mean, every fall for my entire life, I, I look forward to Michigan state football and to take that away sucks. It's, it's part of your yearly ritual. It's, it's part of the fall. It's, it's part of my life. And I'm sure there are folks out there who, who feel the same way. And I just want everybody to really understand that again, it's okay to be angry. It's, it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be annoyed about this. Um, a a fall without college football is going to be really freaking weird, man. Uh, and we could say the same thing about, uh, you know, and I guess March and April without March madness. Um, but that that feels like such a long time ago now. Uh, you know, I, I was writing the article. I noticed that when they made the announcement on Tuesday, it was exactly six months to the day from when Mel Tucker was hired to when the Big Ten canceled football. And I don't know, maybe there's some kind of poetic meaning there, but it just uh, it, it goes to show you how quickly things can change, man. And you know, the, the lifespan of a college football player, the, the finality of college football is it's so quick. Um, we, we saw so many guys come through East Lansing and, and, you know, Charles Rogers immediately comes to mind two seasons. That that's all we got. Um, Rondell Moore at Purdue, Purdue fans got a season in a couple games, uh, of probably what would be their most electric playmaker, you know, non-quarterback that they've ever had. And because of an injury riddled season last year and and him, you know, the the Big Ten being canceled and, and I know he decided to opt out previous to the cancellation to prepare for the NFL draft. But, you know, that's a once in a generation type player for a school like Purdue and and they got one season out of him. And so we don't know what's going to happen with eligibility yet. Uh, you know, I'll get into my frustrations with the decision makers and their plans, but we we still don't really know what's going to happen. Is there going to be spring football? What's going to happen with eligibility? What's going to, how, how is that going to transition to the NFL draft? Um, we don't really know any of these answers and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm recording this with very little of a plan today. Just, I want to get all my thoughts out here and just kind of have an organic self discussion here about what's going on. Because look, there, there's a lot of people we can point the finger towards, but I've said from basically the beginning of this, whether you strongly believe that we should play or, or whether you strongly believe that, you know, they should cancel the season. I think anybody without a PhD 
that has those strong beliefs, it has to have a little bit of an ego check here. I mean, there there is so much nuance that goes into this decision. There's there's a lot of gray area here. And, and I think it's a decision that any logical, rational person would understand that we don't really know if there's a correct answer one way or the other. Um, when when they decided to, you know, I, again, I, Barry Alvarez said something about them continuing a uh, 20-hour practice week and, and stuff like that. But I think you could very easily make an argument that that the players within their training camp, within their practices and their facilities uh, were in a much better position than they would be otherwise. They were getting tested frequently. Uh, they had a, a whole lot of protocols to follow. They had a common goal as a team and and a reason to avoid the parties, a reason to avoid going out to the bar and, and put yourself at risk um, because that's part of team sports, man. There's a common goal and, and everybody's chasing that together. And when you remove that common goal for this season, well, now, now that third, fourth string player who, you know, he, he was in it for the team and, and he was avoiding the bars and he was avoiding the parties. And now he's saying, well, what's one beer, you know, tonight, what's, um, what's one weekend out. And so, I think you could easily make an argument that players were safer within the confines of the facilities and and training camp and and gearing up for a season. Now, when you include travel into that discussion and things get dicey, Uh, but I don't know, man. Again, there's there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of gray area to all of this. And uh, again, probably they made the right decision at the end of the day it's probably the right call to cancel football for the fall and, and give ourselves some time. And hopefully by the time spring comes around, we'll be able to figure something out, but doesn't mean it doesn't suck, man. It doesn't mean that we can't be upset about it because again, man, this is, this is part of our DNA as, as football fans. It's, it's part of our lifestyle. It's part of our identity. It's, it's part of what I do. And Look, I don't get paid for this podcast. I, I chose to do this because I love doing it. I, I don't get paid for the blog, standingroomspartans.com. I do it because I love it, man. And it's just something that I've been a fan for such a long time. And and I we have group messages and group chats that throughout the entire 365-day calendar, we're talking about college football and, and recruits that are coming in and you know, what's going to happen with this coaching staff and, and what's the new playbook going to look like? Man, this is part of my DNA and, and I can't help that. I can't help feeling upset about not getting it this year. And um, again, man, it moves quickly. Uh, and, and so, look, the senior class, you know, guys like Guys like Antoine Simmons, guys like Naquan Jones, are they going to just declare for the NFL draft? Are they going to have the eligibility option to come back? What's going to happen there? I don't know. Uh, for the underclassmen looking for breakout seasons, Julian Barnett uh, comes to mind. Kalon Gervin comes to mind. Um, you know, the the incoming freshman who who wanted a chance at playing time, who enrolled early like Devin Hightower. What's going to happen? I, I don't know. Uh, and again, it's just, um, it's, it sucks. I, I just, <clears throat> there, there's, there's so much that goes into these decisions. And again, I, I think they probably made the right call, but 
Um, there's a there's a lot of blame to go around as well. So I do want to talk about the way the media handled all of this because I think we were all in the same boat. And and I mentioned this a few times on Twitter. Man, the media absolutely butchered this story, and it just it it really made me angry. Following Chris Solari is a guy that I followed for a long, long time, and I think he generally does some great work with the Detroit Free Press and covering Michigan State uh, athletics. But to put out that story on Monday that that the season was canceled following this vote only to come back and say, well, you know, actually it's Tuesday. It's just so frustrating. I, I, I want to go back to the days of, you know, I, I can wait for the Sunday newspaper, man. I, I don't mind waiting for good journalism. I, I think this immediate gratification society is just absolutely crushing journalism. And it sucks because I, I grew up reading these guys. I, I grew up reading the sports section every week, and there was good journalism. Uh, and nowadays, that that's all gone down the shitter, and and it's just so frustrating. And you know, I had my alerts set for for you know some reputable college football writers and reporters around the country that you know, just waiting for some news to come out. And whether that's Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic, whether it's Pete Thamel, uh, whether it's Dan Wetzel, um, I don't want to get into the whole, you know, there was this whole conversation about players that are more or less rooting for college football to be canceled. I I don't really want to get into that. But what, what really pissed me off is just the way that they were putting out these headlines that seemed like, you know, hey, we have a source that's like, eh, we're, we're pretty confident. Let's run it. Uh, and, and there was no journalistic and integrity. There was no confirming of stories before they were published. There were some horrible headlines that were written. And that's so frustrating as a guy who reads all of this religiously and, and follows all of this, you know, to a probably unhealthy degree. And so I, I just, it's, it sucks that there's no good journalism out there anymore. It really does. Um, people that I, I followed and respected that, that just absolutely butchered the handling of, of this whole story. So I, I just wanted to mention that really quick because, you know, there were some headlines, there were some, some stories that went around that just, really frustrated me the way that they were written, the way that the headlines were written and and the way that nobody, nobody waited to see the facts. Everybody wanted to be first. And again, whether that's Pete Thamel, whether that's Dan Wetzel, whether that's Chris Solari, whether that's Nicole Auerbach, these are all people that I saw basically jumping the gun on stories that weren't there yet. And it's just so frustrating to see this immediate gratification journalism rather than just waiting for the facts to come out and, and writing a good story. Uh, and that, that just sucks, man. So, um, here we are. Uh, it's, it's, we're supposed to be just about two weeks or I'm sorry, just about three weeks away from college football. And, uh, now we're left in a void. And, and so, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to handle this fall on the podcast. I, I've 
kind of been leaning towards a uh, you know history, uh, a Michigan State history series. Uh, something that I'm really fascinated in is is the history of Michigan State football, going back to Duffy Darty and the you know 1950s and 60s, and how they started immigration or immigration, how they started to integrate college football with with black players and. Um, you know, there's so much history in this program and I think a lot of it's really fascinating. And so that's, that's one idea that's come to mind is, is doing a weekly episode where we do a deep dive. I have a couple books. I have a lot of articles that I've accumulated. I, I have a lot of research already done in terms of Michigan state football history. So doing a weekly deep dive on a different topic is something that I've thought about. Uh, again, I'm a big draft guy for the NFL draft. Uh, Marshall and I have talked about doing uh, an NFL draft series this fall, um, looking at the rest of college football if it's being played. Uh, I've thought about that as well. Uh, you know, going through the Michigan State players that are in the NFL, I've thought about that. Um, I, I I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't really know what I'm going to do yet uh, because. <clears throat> Uh, this is something that I've made pretty clear from the get-go is uh, this is a Michigan State football podcast. This isn't a Michigan State basketball co- podcast. This isn't a Michigan State sports podcast. And uh, maybe if if some of my colleagues want to jump on and, and do a weekly basketball episode, that's something that I've I've looked into as well. But for me, it's a football podcast. And so I'm trying to think of ways to to continue incorporating football into your weekly uh, earbuds in the fall. Um, again, whether that's you know going back to to certain games and doing game tape analysis is another thing I've thought about. You know, going back to find a Kansas State game and and doing a deep dive on Scotty Hazleton's defense. Um, whether it's it's going back to Colorado games and doing a deep dive on some play calls on some decisions on the offensive schemes, uh, whether that's going back to 2019 Michigan State football and doing a deep dive on, you know, what are some of the underclassmen looking like and and how are they going to fit with this new coaching staff is something I've thought about doing. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of ideas that are floating around my head. Um, but I, I again, I don't really know. If, if you have any suggestions, of course, let me know uh, on Twitter at StandingRoomMSU. Um, on Instagram at Standing Room Spartans, um, I I would love to hear it because again, this is for you guys. It's also for me selfishly. I, I just love talking about Michigan State football, but you know, at the end of the day, this is about you guys. So I, I really am interested in what you guys want to hear and how you know how I can tailor my skills and and my podcast to fit what you guys want to do. So, um, you know, of course, any suggestions, I'm, I'm open to it. But again, I, I just wanted to hop on here. It, it'll be a pretty short episode compared to the ones in the past and, and just kind of get my emotions out, get my feelings out about what, what happened and, and where we go from here. Because again, we don't really know what's what's going to happen, and as as the news comes out, of course, we'll continue to update you guys if if they end up confirming spring football, if if they end up deciding what they're doing with eligibility, we'll continue to talk about all of that, of course. And uh, I know next week on Monday's podcast, Scott and I are going to sit down and talk about some things that we were looking forward to seeing 
in the 2020 season. We're going to count down. Uh, I think the current plan is five. Maybe we'll, we'll get to a few more. Uh, the five biggest things that we were looking forward to seeing in the 2020 season, whether that's a position battle and how it plays out, whether that's a certain breakout player that we were predicting, um, whether it's just a, an offensive schemes, defensive schemes, stuff like that. So uh, Monday we'll get back to more of a, a regular podcast and we'll be talking football and, and we'll be, I think, a little bit less sad <laughs> and, and maybe more excited because, again, there, there's there's always next year and, and there's always the spring, hopefully, um, to, to end up seeing some of this stuff play out. But um, today it's just... Uh, it's a sad day for me. It's it's a sad day for college football. It's a sad day for Mel Tucker and the staff, I'm sure. Uh, how this affects our staff going forward, man, a, a new coaching staff with without a first season. I that's it's never happened before. We we don't know what this is going to turn out. How is this going to affect recruiting? How is this going to affect, you know, the guys that are on the team? How is this going to affect the transfer portal? You know, we've talked about uh, with the Mac deciding to cancel, the transfer portal was open and players were looking forward to, you know, going out and trying to find another conference to play some ball. And of course, with the Big Ten canceling as well, I don't know if if that's really going to impact us a whole lot. But, you know, we already got Jaden Reed out of the Mac as a transfer from Western Michigan. Is Are, there, are more going to follow him? I, I don't know. Um, how is this going to impact college football is going to be fascinating. But again, uh, you know, hey, everybody that's listened for a long time, thanks for supporting. Everybody that's listening for the first time, welcome in, um, you know, kind of a, a dark podcast episode to join us for the first time. But, um, you know, just just follow along on Twitter at Standing Room MSU and, and follow the podcast, subscribe, because I will continue to do MSU football. I, I can promise you guys that. Um, whether that's once a week or twice a week, um, I, I will definitely let you know. Whether that's deep diving into MSU history, whether it's um, breaking down game tape, whether it's breaking down NFL draft prospects, I will definitely let you know. Maybe we'll turn this into a recruiting podcast. Who knows? Um, but you know, we, I can guarantee you and I can promise you that Standing Room Spartans podcast will be talking football all fall long. So so you can rest assured that you will be getting Michigan State football talk one way or another. Um, so make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave me a review as well if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I, I do really appreciate that. It does really help me out. Um, so that's going to be it for today. Again, a short episode. I, I really didn't have too much of a plan together. I knew I wanted to talk about the Big Ten canceling um, but I, I wanted it to be more or less organic and, and emotional because that's that's how I'm feeling. And this is exactly where my brain is at right now. So um, it sucks. I, I know some of you guys are with me and feeling that way. And I know some of you guys are out there feeling like, man, this dude's crazy. Can't, can't you just accept that college football is done? And, you know, we've known this is coming for months. And again, that's that's just not how my brain works, man. So. Uh, have yourselves a great weekend. Have a great week, uh, rest of the week here. I I'm going to recharge a little bit. I'm going to probably drink a few beers and, and try to figure out how I'm going to figure out this fall, what I'm going to do. Again, maybe it's play some more golf. I don't know. But uh, we'll be back on Monday with a little bit more of an exciting show. We'll get back to football. 
and just talking Michigan State ball and, and talking about some storylines that we were looking forward to seeing and maybe some storylines that we're looking forward to seeing next year or in the spring or whatever the case may be. So uh, make sure you hit that subscribe if you haven't already. Scott and I will be back on on Sunday while we're recording Sunday. We'll be back on Monday morning in your earbuds ready to get your week started. So make sure you subscribe. Have yourselves a great weekend. Take care, folks.